0: You're listening to My Sister Says with Amy, Erin, and Carly. It's just something to listen to.
1: So, this is the third episode in a series on creativity. And today we're talking about the ways to get past those creative blocks and fears that we talked about last time and some tips on becoming more creative or at least, you know, practicing more creativity in life. So we're going to talk about that soon, but as always, (laughs) for the third time, we're going to talk about our current projects. Um, So Amy, do you have anything that you've been working on lately?
2: Well, we have just gotten through the holidays, and that takes a lot of my time and energy. Mm -hmm. So I suppose the the most creative parts of that have been, you know, like making cookies and, you know, just kind of.
1: You always decorate some sugar cookies, and that's very. We always creative. do the sugar
2: cookies. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a long process. I always wonder why I do sugar <laughs> cookies every year, but. But um, now yes. it's a
1: tradition. You have to do
2: it forever. I know, it is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. So this year, um, Poppy did about three of them and then left. Milo did a few more, but he mostly just played with sprinkles and tried to sneak them to eat. <laughs> Ooh. and then um, but Charlie actually I feel like he he really started to hit his stride with the cookie decorating this year very nice oh, very good very I intentional was- with where the the different uh, sprinkles were going and mm. colors going on and was making like little faces on the gingerbread men and the snowmen and things like that so he really got into it he he made quite a few and did a good job with those so That's good. that was fun
0: I was going to say, hopefully this tradition will get easier over time. Hopefully, yes. More enjoyable.
2: Hopefully someday I'll actually be able to decorate some of the cookies. Right now it's just like I have to ice them and then hand them to somebody so they can pour the sprinkles on. And then while they're doing that, I'm icing some more. And it's just, uh, I'm just kind of like running around in circles.
1: Yeah. Did you even get to make one of your very own?
2: I, I think I made a couple, like once Poppy and Milo had given up on things and it was just me and Charlie. I think I, I made a couple of my own. Yeah. But.
1: Were they better than Charlie's?
2: I don't think they were. No. Oh. Not this year. Wow. He's a yeah. real little artist. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. He was real into it. And I was, I was kind of at the point where I was like, I just need to get all these done. So I wasn't, I wasn't oh, trying to. Yeah. So, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably the main thing that's happened recently. I also made a wreath. Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I was you very posted proud of that. That, mm-hmm. that was it. Really nice. I posted
2: that on our Instagram. So I've always wanted to make a wreath like out of real things. Mm-hmm. Um so this year I finally did that one day when it was kind of warm outside and we mm-hmm. were all the kids were playing outside. And it still looks good. I was expecting it to turn brown faster. Was was everything scavenged from your own backyard? It was, yes. That's really impressive. We have a pretty large yard, impressive. so there's a lot to choose yeah, from. It's got a lot of sticks um,
1: and plant things. Yeah.
2: Well I guess I guess the <laughs> wreath form was one of those like grapevine ones that I got at Hobby Lobby, but the, the stuff mm-hmm. that I stuck in
1: right. to make it great okay. right. was. It wasn't a
2: was, yeah, complete. You
1: didn't weave the
2: <laughs> the form yourself. No. Okay. No, I did not. Maybe next year. <laughs> I'll probably just keep the same form and put new stuff in there. but yeah, but yeah, so that was, that was fun and still hanging there looking good. So I'm proud of that.
1: Very nice. Nice. Um, I have not really been doing much of anything creative. I'm trying to think (laughs) if I've done anything, I've been working a lot and, you know, being tired just with all the holiday stress with COVID on top of that. Um, But let me think, I mean, I did some wrapping of presents. Honestly, I've had better years with that, but I did try a little bit. Um, (laughs) And I made cookies with Carly, but they were mainly just, you know, she was like, will you make these with me? And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. I should do something. So (laughs) so (laughs) that happened. I, I mean, I've taken some pictures, I think. I took some pictures at work. I've, mainly photography is the one thing where, like, I don't feel, like, totally exhausted at the thought of getting started with that project because I can just yeah. pick up a camera. So I, I took some photos at some point. It snowed, and I walked around where I work and took some pictures outside of pretty things. That's about That's it for me, I think. Yeah. I'm hoping to get back into the swing of things soon, but I don't know. It feels like I always have such high expectations for myself when the end of the year comes around. I'm like, I'm gonna do all this creative stuff and then present it for Christmas. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I know. That, I always that does not work. I was <laughs>
0: like there are like people that we know who did like a handmade Christmas. I think that was last year.
1: Mm. And
0: yeah, like the idea of it is so
1: fun. Yeah. Yeah. But actually doing it just makes me want to take a nap thinking about it. So I feel like you have to really plan that out. You, Yeah. yeah and you have to have time, you yeah. know, outside of your regular life, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, like, you have to put so much extra time into shopping and stuff when the holidays come oh, around anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That takes up time from creativity, too. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be a bummer, but... <laughs> I mean, I decorated my house a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my Christmas tree is still up, and I put some. Oh, here's this is very exciting. Okay, I'm going to get with it. I have three shelves over my couch in my living room, and I had a reindeer to put on each one of them. One was a golden reindeer, and it went next to my collection of golden thimbles that we got from our Aunt Barbara. We all have these golden thimbles. And -hmm. then also I had this beautiful velvet green reindeer on the top one uh, that I got from like Hobby Lobby or something last year. And then I had this tiny little red reindeer ornament that lost the string and also its head got knocked off. So (laughs) I had to glue its head back on (laughs) before I could put it up. But. Yeah, I had a, a really lovely reindeer display on my wall, which I was proud of, but literally no one has seen. <laughs> I guess I could have taken a picture yeah. of that and put it on our thing. I'm That's just true. realizing that was a creative project, kind of.
0: Yeah. yeah. I took a picture of the cookies I made, because yeah. that was really yeah. all I was doing as well. I was baking a lot of cookies and Christmas treats for the holidays. Um, yes. I also decorated my house. It's also still decorated. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. Well, I've had this whole week off, which I probably should have been working more on creative things, but I haven't. But yesterday, I started writing Whoa. a little bit. I had this idea for a story a while back. <clears throat> I won't tell it because I don't want anyone else to steal it before I get it done, but I started on that story and, like, actually made an outline and stuff. Good job. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah,
1: that's About a,
0: a page and a half.
1: <laughs> Don't okay, it, that's, that's a start. That's a start, though. Yeah. So we'll very see. Good. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, writing really um, takes some extra concentration, too. So It does. Kudos to you. If you're trying
0: to write, like, this, I'm hoping it would be, like, a full – maybe a novella uh, maybe yes good goal like having chapters and things not just a short story we'll see we'll see
2: i feel like like i enjoy writing like personal writing kind of essay writing kind of stuff mm-hmm. i don't know that maybe. i've ever had like a story idea you know this story
0: what? idea i woke <laughs> up in the middle of the night and had this idea in my brain, and I wrote mm. it down,
1: and then I woke mm. up
0: in the morning and I was like, oh, yeah, that's not bad. Well, that's fun. I've had, those, so, I've had
1: those kind of experiences before. They're usually not yeah. full-blown, like, story ideas. No, they was yeah. full-blown. Character.
0: It was, yeah. yeah it's not – I really had to think through things, but I did that yesterday. I had time to, like, think that's it out. That's very good. So. Yeah. I've also been reading a lot more lately, so I feel like I'm kind of
1: mm, – Yes. have a little I more –
0: literature in my brain at the moment. Yeah.
1: Well, that um, I feel is a really good segue into our tips for creativity because one of the things that I was going to say um, is something that can boost your creativity is just consuming more creative things. Mm-hmm. So if you're reading a lot, you'll be more inspired to write more. Yep. And if you're looking at beautiful things, you'll be inspired to create more beautiful things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, we want to talk about some tips and tricks and advice for living a more creative life. I'm excited to discuss this because I'm hoping it will be a little boost for me since I've been in a rut lately um, to move forward from this this uh, podcast to mm-hmm. create some things for myself. But um, mm-hmm. We've got, we've collected a few things. Amy, why don't you start with the tips and things that you have?
2: Okay. Well, I just, I just thought of a couple that um, I'm going to try to incorporate to help myself be practice creativity more, more often and with more success, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is I was thinking about when I have been successful with the creative practice. And we've talked about the 100-day project before.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. And one of the things we've mentioned is that one of the the helpful things about that project is that you've already decided what you're going to do for that 100 days. So right. you are not like having to make the decision on top of actually doing the thing. And so, Mm -hmm. um, so what I did actually this morning was I sat down and I came up with like, I think it was six different creative projects that I would like to do this year. Mm. And these are things that, you know, they're going to require that I get some new supplies that I don't have and maybe find some, some patterns or tutorials or things like that. So it's not something that like I have the stuff to just sit down and do right now. It takes some, some planning and some preparation. So I went ahead and decided on some things that I want to do. And then, um, hopefully here in the next week or so, I'll kind of go through and figure out what things do I actually need? Where can I buy those things? Maybe start gathering those supplies. So hopefully this year I can actually complete those projects because I'll have the stuff that I need to do it when I'm ready to do those things. Does that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah. While you were talking about that, that was one thing that I kind of wanted to touch on too, because I've been referen- Well, I've been looking for tips and tricks from these books that I have. Um, "Steal Like an Artist and Show Your Work" by Austin Kleon or Kleon? I don't know. I think it's Kleon. Um, Right. I think it is too, but I should have looked it up. <laughs> um, um, but one of them was about how sometimes too much freedom gets in the way of actually creating things because oh, half the I totally
0: agree with time that. you
1: spend is just deciding what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So it's about constraints and stuff and what kind of constraints you need to put on yourself in order to get work done. And part mm-hmm. of that is about like, the supplies that you have. Use the things that you already have at your disposal. Um, you know, and figure out a way that you can use those creatively creatively before you start like, you know, before you decide, well, in order to do something, I really have to go out to Michael's today and then you spend all day. And you don't do anything. <laughs> um, so let me see it I have a little quote here. Oh I liked this that um he mentioned in here about Dr. Seuss, he said, the right constraints can lead you to your very best work. My favorite example is Dr. Su- Dr. Seuss wrote The Cat in the Hat with only 236 different words. So his editor bet him that he couldn't write a book with only 50 words. And then he wrote Green Eggs and Ham, one of the best-selling children's books of all time.
0: Mm-hmm. So um,
1: putting constraints on yourself actually oh, kind yeah. of forces you to be more creative. I've always
0: mm-hmm. whenever there's that old cliche of think outside the box but mm-hmm. I've especially in my work I always think you have to think inside the box you need like boundaries mm-hmm. and then work with what those boundaries are yeah in creative ways because I feel like thinking outside of the box can just make you feel like well <laughs> there's too many options there's oh, this too much I could do out there <laughs> I need some direction and
1: yeah. Things
2: like that, so. Yeah. I agree. With yeah, you. I have found, and you probably find this to be true, too, because I used to have the job that Carly now has mm-hmm. as graphic designer at a church,
1: mm-hmm. so,
2: um and since I've left that job, I'll sometimes think, like, oh, I want to, like, get on the computer and design something, you know, like, do do some sort of design work. And then I sit down and find, I don't know what to do Mm -hmm. because I don't have a thing to design for, (laughs) you know, whereas when I was at work, it was always like, okay, there's this event from this Mm -hmm. ministry. It's going to, it needs this information on it,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: make that. And so, you know, it was a very defined um, project that needed to happen and it needed to communicate a very particular thing And that's what the design would come out of. But when you have like just your imagination, (laughs) I feel like it's really hard to come up with something that makes any sense to do, you know? Yeah, and like, I think those constraints can help a lot.
1: I feel Mm -hmm. like people easily put a lot of pressure on themselves too when they're like, I need to find something different and interesting and creative. And then, you know, you sit there like, oh, that is that good enough and reject a bunch of possible ideas just because there could be a better one out there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just putting a Mm -hmm. stop to that really helps with getting something done, Mm -hmm. the productivity of it. Mm
2: -hmm. I've seen people before um, when they are doing just kind of a personal free form kind of project, they will um, like there's one person I follow on Instagram who one year, I think it was for the 100 day project, but one year she wanted to make a quilt, but she decided rather than just have all the options of quilting available to her, um, she limited it to a very small color scheme like I think it was only like blue and green and white or something maybe some yellow in there and every square had to be a plant you know some kind of um, some kind of way to represent a plant so sometimes she would like embroider the shape of a plant or she would um, you know cut fat fabric shapes out and sew them together to make the shape of a plant. She did some dyeing and painting and printing and things Mm -hmm. on fabric. So she ended up doing a lot of different creative things, but -hmm. it was only like four colors and it was all a square with a plant on it. Yeah. Yeah. And so those constraints kind of helped her examine that theme in a lot of different ways. And she ended up with an end product that still like looked cohesive and good together. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it worked. So, yeah.
0: Reminds me of, what's that, Mondrian? That's the the guy that did all the, he constrained himself to like black, red and white and blue and yellow,
1: Mm -hmm. certain shapes
0: and things like
1: that. He's very famous. (laughs) It's it's things like that that are more striking anyway, because you can see that there was some kind of focus to it Mm -hmm. rather than just a big mess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: all right any
2: what's what's your next tip amy um my other one this is taken from the elizabeth gilbert book big magic that we've been talking about mm-hmm. through this whole series mm-hmm. um but one thing that struck me she talks about following your curiosity when it comes to creativity
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i really like that way of thinking because i think it takes a lot of the pressure off, you know, instead of feeling like you have to create um, some kind of great end product, you have to say something, you have to, Mm -hmm. you know, have a message instead, if you're just thinking, well, I'm curious about um, painting with watercolor. And so I'm just going to try painting with watercolor and see what I learn about that. Mm -hmm. And, And I think it just allows you to be more open to different things I think it allows you to try something without immediately discarding it if it doesn't seem to be as perfect as you want it to be Mm -hmm. so I think that's a really um just a really helpful mindset shift to take is like what am I curious about instead of Mm -hmm. what do I what do I want to make what's the end product Mm-hmm. That I want to do. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, there's again another chapter in this book that's about uh, it says like it's about the process, not the product. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it's like the what's it? What's the thing about traveling? <laughs> the it's journey, the not journey, the journey, destination. Not destination. destination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, like that so yeah it's about kind of just exploring and learning and Mm -hmm. that's usually where you find what you're actually wanting to do or Mm -hmm. you learn more about yourself to kind of get into your own zone and style and whatever you're creating Mm -hmm. because you don't I mean people start off with ideas of what they want to make or do and then halfway through they're like this isn't anything like what I started thinking about Mm -hmm. but it's good to kind of embrace that evolution that you have in your own process because that's Mm -hmm. usually where the true unique style of an artist or creative person actually comes out
2: Mm -hmm. and I would say the the following your curiosity is something I've noticed um with my kids and um One thing I've read about just in like homeschooling research and stuff that I've done is there's a lot of emphasis on what's called process art. And it's basically the idea like with your kids, instead of saying, we're going to draw a house today, or we're going to draw a picture of this book that you just read or something like that. um, It's really about just like giving them some finger paints. And just letting them make a mess with the finger paint. And it's just, and it really is more about the process of using that material and mm-hmm. putting it on paper. Um, mm-hmm. That's really meaningful. And that's what the kids enjoy, you know, like that's, they just yeah. want to do it. They yeah, don't.
1: Yeah, something tactile rather than like, oh, I must make this, whatever I'm doing, represent an actual animal or
2: <laughs> thing right. out in the world. right. But you know, with kids, I think a lot of times they don't necessarily have an idea of what it has to look like. You know, for mm-hmm. them, it's just about using the crayons or using the markers and just
1: being and at one with the <laughs> with the <laughs> material. Yeah, <laughs> just just
2: putting stuff on the page, and there it is. You know, yeah. And um, and I think that's that's a thing that as we get older and we have more expectations and we have more um, just more of an idea of what's good and what's not mm. that we kind of get away from that like just the process of making art yeah the importance yeah. of that yeah
1: yeah that makes me think of like how I like to take baths but I'm not taking the bath to get clean I'm taking the bath because I like the experience of having a bath <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> I kind of like that <laughs> yeah that's how I relate to it as an adult now because all I want to do is just rest <laughs> Um, one thing that I really like as a piece of advice is, um, in this book (laughs) "Steal like an artist, it is the concept of writing what you like rather than writing what you know. Cause you know, that old piece of advice when they're like, you need to write what you know about, and then people try to write about, you know, things that have happened in their lives. And it's not that interesting. But Mm -hmm. I really like the advice in here that um, it says, like, think about your favorite work and your creative heroes, and then think about what they missed in that story and what they didn't make and how that story could have gone differently and, um, you know... Just any of the alternatives that you can come up with in your mind can often kind of spark your own ideas and you can bounce off of the concepts and the characters that you like and end up creating your own thing off of that. That doesn't even end up resembling much of what the original inspiration was. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good piece of advice in general is um, whenever I watch, like, a really terrible movie or something. <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of really terrible holiday movies recently. <laughs> yeah. I always, like, find myself thinking about how, like, oh, if I had done this, this is what I would have had the characters go through, and this mm-hmm. is how I would have had it end, and things like that. And you even do that when you're looking at, like, you know, just a piece of visual art where you're like, I don't know if I would have used that color, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little things like that you don't realize are actually kind of inspirational things mm-hmm. where you can take home that lesson that you've just, you know, basically come up with yourself and mm-hmm. use in your own work.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. even I because I've been reading a lot, I've been like looking at a lot of book lists and things to decide what to read next. And there are a lot of like remakes of classic
1: mm-hmm.
0: um mm-hmm. books that you see. Yeah. A lot of those. And I think that would be fun to write. I mean, it's probably not, it's not going to be a great piece of literature, but it would be fun probably Mm -hmm. to explore Mm -hmm. those stories. I mean, it's kind of like fan fiction only. It's published.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you think about it, like Shakespeare stories have been told Over and over again in a million different ways. Yeah, you know Jane Austen. I feel like every romantic comedy is basically a Jane Austen novel. Oh yeah,
1: Clueless. (laughs) Clueless is based off of Emma. I remember when I found that out. I was like, of course it is. Yeah, and that and it
2: was so good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Just modern day Emma.
2: Yeah. Right now I'm reading uh, with Charlie. We're reading the Percy Jackson novels. Oh, which um, which are based on the Greek myths. Like it's Mm reimagining that the Greek gods are still are a real thing and they're still alive, and like Olympus is at the top of the Empire State Building. And so Mm -hmm. it takes all of these things from classic Greek myths, but it reimagines them in modern times, and Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. it's action-packed that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, But yeah, like that, that's what it is. It's just a reimagining of old old stories and old characters. And mm-hmm. this one that we just read, I mean, he's basically going on the same journey as Odysseus did, visits a lot of the same islands, fights a lot of the same monsters. Mm.
1: That's
2: but cool. It's a, it's a new story. So.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think one of the best things about that concept is like I'm sure the author Percy Jackson, Jackson was like having quite a bit of fun actually writing this. I mean,
2: mm-hmm. there are
1: always struggles when you're writing, but
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But I'm sure it was kind of entertaining for him because he enjoyed all of those stories from Greek mythology. You know?
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The story that I'm trying to write <laughs> since I worked on this yesterday, it's fresh in my brain. It uh, it's definitely not like a new idea necessarily
1: yeah
0: but it sounded fun and also it's part of it um is going to be historical which I've always been into oh you historical love fiction historical and hi- fiction. learning about history <laughs> and stuff so <laughs> I really enjoyed I enjoyed yesterday <laughs> learning about the certain time period that I'm hoping to write about so mm-hmm. and trying to yeah. fit things in make it make sense and All of that, so.
2: Yeah. Well, that fits in with the follow your curiosity Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, Elizabeth Gilbert in her book, she talks about when she had an idea for a book. And, I mean, it just started because she was interested in plants or something like that. Like she started a gardening Mm -hmm. hobby and she kind of got into natural history and that led her into reading about other things. And it eventually gave her an idea for a book, you know, but it was just because she was following. This is fun and interesting to me that eventually the ideas started flowing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think there's also something to be said for like, when you have multiple interests and one grabs your attention for a while, and then all of a sudden, you know, another one starts popping into the picture. um, I think, you know, it's okay to follow that curiosity into Mm -hmm a different project because it might help inspire the project that you'd kind of lost focus on. Um, You never know how those things are going to kind of connect back to each other or help inspire more creativity in a different area. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's um, important to kind of follow your whims as they come to you. Mm -hmm. And if you really can't, then at least write them down so you can follow up on it later, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 That's true. I always find with, even just working on design projects, if I am like stuck, it's not done, but I feel like I should be doing, I need something more, but I'm not inspired. Then it just helps to go and look at other things. Like I just look at Pinterest or Google things and see what other people have done. And mm-hmm. that helps get you out of your creative rut. A lot. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I also think part of that is, um, the way that it's phrased in this book, steal like an artist. <laughs> I should be getting paid for
2: things. Yeah, we should have a, a deal with have some them. sponsors. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I just, I really love these books because they're, they're short and sweet and they're very concise. So the concepts are not, you know, something that you have to read pages upon pages. So get this yeah. one right here just says practice productive co- procrastination, mm. which I think yeah. is a great, Um, thing to keep in mind because we all get distracted when we're working on stuff but Mm -hmm. you know there are ways that you can make whatever you're getting distracted with still work for you and kind of help you stay in a creative zone so if you're doing something like listening to a podcast you could be doodling or something at the same time like you know if you're doing your dishes you can be listening to music or something and getting inspired so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if you're avoiding doing all of those things (laughs) there's a plethora of things that can be inspiring
0: (laughs) yeah I remember when I was in uh school in my design classes during our one of our projects in the semester a lot of time was dedicated to just like exploring the different ideas we had for something Mm -hmm. and like researching and all of that like that was a big bulk of the actual time of the project which
1: yeah I think there's a lot to be said for the preparation Mm -hmm. for creating something as part of the process yeah because I feel like a lot like there's you have the you may not want to count that as part of your creative process just sitting there thinking of things Mm -hmm. but I mean, if you don't do that, then you don't end up with the end result. So Mm -hmm. that's definitely a big part of it that you got to kind of respect, you know? Yeah. And part of this whole thing with like being creative that is in the other book, (laughs) show your work. Mm. This book is all about showing your work (laughs) and, you know, getting noticed and stuff like that. But Mm. even just if you're doing something as a hobby, a way to keep yourself inspired is to share it a little bit more so that people, other people can see it and then, you know, respond to it. Mm
0: -hmm. You know,
1: hopefully people are responding nicely to it, but no matter what you hear, um, in return, it's going to be something that you wouldn't have said to yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And can kind of inspire you to either keep going or change things up a little bit and just, you know, try new things out because whenever you get new voices in to the mix, you know, that adds a layer to whatever creative project you're working on.
0: Oh, yeah. There have been many times I've made some sort of design and somebody's like, see something that I don't see. They're Like, Mm -hmm. is that a biscuit? And I'm like, no, that's not a biscuit. <laughs> it's not supposed to be a biscuit, but I guess if you saw a what biscuit, I should it? maybe <laughs> adjust it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think anyone's ever seen a biscuit, but that's, that's my example.
1: That reminds me of our mother because she sees things. Oh yeah, you do everything. have to. You need to be. uh She saw. <laughs> I, we were playing a game at my kitchen table, and she looked behind me and saw this little cactus, and she was like, "Is that Anne of Green Gables?" <laughs> She really thought it was a figurine of Anne of Green Gables because she just, mm-hmm. you know, she gets inspired by every little thing. So she, she sees does. animals and characters in the strangest
0: things. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Carly and I were very concerned about her for a moment until we were able to see Anne of Green Gables too.
0: Yeah. We could, <laughs> after a little bit, we could kind of see it from a certain angle.
1: <laughs> She's always doing that though. <laughs> But yeah, it definitely, like, I never would have seen Anne of Green Gables if she hadn't come over to my house and thought that I had a figurine there instead of a cactus, so. It's true. Just never know what other people are going to bring to the table. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nope. I knew, I had two thoughts while you were talking, Carly, and I was Uh-oh. like, I need a piece of paper right now.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> I <was> already forgot them. <laughs>
0: Was it, was it related to what I was talking about? Or was no. It not? <laughs>
1: okay. I wasn't listening. No, <laughs> no it it's just other things, other like tips and stuff. You know, they all kind of are connected to each other because it's all part of the mm-hmm. process.
0: Yeah. I mean, we talked about fears last time, but one tip is just to like face those fears. Don't be afraid. Just get a sketchbook, mm-hmm. start sketching. And yeah. see what comes out. If it's really bad then it's really bad and you move on and you do it again.
1: Yeah. One, one part of that, this is one of the things that I remember now is making small goals for yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Small goals mm-hmm. are so important to actually achieving something bigger because if you don't start out with, okay, well today, all I really need to do is draw an outline of this or, you know, I'm going to give myself 30 minutes to write something Mm-hmm. And, you know, set those at whatever, however your schedule allows on a regular basis so that you can get into the practice and so that you can feel like, you know, what you're doing is achievable. Well, what's the, I feel
0: like there's another phrase. Oh, I hope you think of it. S- something wasn't built in a day. The great. Rome? <laughs> Rome, wasn't- <laughs> yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> yeah. It sure wasn't. <laughs> Sistine Chapel wasn't painted in a day. That's true. I'm sure some yeah, paintings were painted
1: in a day, but, you know. <laughs> Not any good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Dis <laughs> to all those fast painters out there. <laughs> this
0: might be a side, a side note, but there was a pot, another podcast that I li- heard a while back. It was at Malcolm Gladwell.
1: Oh, yeah. When
0: uh, re. What's it called
1: revisionist history,
0: revisionist history, and it was about it was comparing like artists like Picasso who worked really fast and just kind of did things, and then people like Leonard Cohen who took like years to write one oh, song. Yeah, do you remember? Did you listen yeah, to that one? I remember one?
1: that podcast. I remember
0: that was pretty interesting and how their processes were different, but they're both like super successful, creative yeah. people.
1: And, you know, that's another thing where I just feel like it's very generic, but you should follow your own intuition and trust yourself with your process because you can't be looking at somebody else's blueprint and say, I'm going to do exactly the same way because it's just not going to happen. You're not the same person. Mm -hmm, You've mm got to trust, you know, yourself to make the right decisions for whatever you're working on figure out whatever your limits are as far as time or materials and you know Mm -hmm. plan accordingly
2: so when you think about it like that's where the originality comes from in art Mm -hmm. is when you take all of you take your own personal way of working you take your own personal interests and curiosities you take the things that you personally have access to materials and time and all those things. And you put those together and that's what creates something that's just your work of art Mm -hmm. as opposed to what other people have done, you know, Mm -hmm. because like we've said, like stories are told over and over again. There are only so many uh, art mediums out there. Mm
0: -hmm. There's a million paintings of like fields and trees and flowers and,
2: Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. like everything has been done before. So you can't be like trying to come up with something that has, has never existed, Mm -hmm. but it's when you take all of your unique circumstances and interests and talents and put them together that it makes it your work instead of something that someone else has done, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of what that book still like an artist is about.
0: You are an original. You don't even have to try.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's my Uh, inspirational quote. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I think it's a really important thing when you're creating stuff to remember that, like, the artists that came before you, they had that process, too, where Mm -hmm. they were looking at the people that came before them. And Mm -hmm. saying, like, what were they doing? What do I want to do the same? What do I want to do differently? What skills Mm -hmm. do I want to master? But yeah, everybody bases their own experience off of what came before, but what they produce is something different. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that I personally want to focus on more in my creative path is making a habit out of creativity.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Because just like right now, I'm not making a habit out of it. And I think it's, it takes a toll after a while if you're a creative person you and you don't give yourself the time and space to do it. Yeah. So I think um, I, I know we're all a big fan of planning our lives. I just got my new planner and I am ready to block off time for things that, you know, would be considered creative, hopefully, instead yeah. of watching too many tv shows <laughs> those tv shows
0: they really Man. get me there's so yeah. many of them too these days
1: yeah that's one thing that's another tip is take care of yourself mm-hmm. you gotta make sure that you have the energy to create
2: yeah yeah that's a hard one
1: and that includes a lot of self-care
0: yeah yep yeah. I I don't know about you guys, but usually when I'm doing creative things, I always try to have like music on because that helps me get in like, are there any, okay, here's a question. Are there any things that you do that help you get in a creative like mode? Any habits or things that just help you switch on to be like, okay, Um, I'm going to be
1: creative. I think a lot of it actually has to do with location like where am I in my home you know Mm -hmm. like when I'm sitting at this desk here I'm usually doing something on the computer with work or I'm writing and if I'm doing anything with like visual art then I'm usually I gotta be in my art room because that's where all the stuff is but I also usually if I'm doing some kind of visual thing I like to put on something auditory so like a podcast or music Mm -hmm. because having that kind of keeps me energized to physically draw or paint things. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it does kind of activate multiple parts of the brain that kind of help push that creative energy out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having a creative space is important mm-hmm. or at least like having something, oh, what's that concept? I'm having a, a Carly moment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about, though, which is weird, but I also don't know what it's called. Like the thing uh, that
1: that can trigger your brain. Yeah, it's like almost a Pavlovian response yeah. where like you are in the same place at the same time and then mm-hmm. therefore it produces, yeah, I guess that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It produces yeah. the outcome that you want if you do yeah. it over and over again in the same, if with the same environmental factors.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, I usually, for some reason, I tend to do, like, visual art. I have to be sitting on the floor mm. doing it. I don't know why. It's just become a habit. I guess in college, I did a lot of, like, my stuff on the floor because I didn't have, like, in my dorm yeah. room. <laughs> I didn't have, like, a yeah. real art space to do it in. And so now, even when I paint now, I typically do it on the floor yeah, somewhere. That's interesting. And I always need some but sort yeah. of music. Typically, like a nice, mellow, acoustic type of music <laughs> for me.
1: I listen to really dark, loud, heavy stuff. <laughs> not really. Now, I don't think it really matters the kind of music I listen to. but
0: I. I don't I'm think not- I can really listen to podcasts when I do creative things.
1: I think that's when I work best, at least when I'm – if I'm not, if I've already come up with the idea of what I'm doing and I'm actually just trying to like put paint on a canvas or something, then I like to listen to like a story or a podcast.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I have any, I feel like I, I need to create some uh, yeah. some environmental triggers to mm-hmm.
0: Get mm-hmm. Get Makes me, me think of mood. of Joe March in Little Women. She would wear her writing hat. In oh, yeah. mm, the attic I always enjoyed that mm. yeah I kind was of always wanted to have a riding hat but
1: i hadn't I hadn't thought of that before but maybe that was what created that writing fuel for her yeah. i mm-hmm. thought she was just being goofy <laughs> <laughs> she likes to dress up she likes which to a wear a hat when she <laughs> <laughs> What if that's, what if I had to wear like a full on like ball gown and wig to paint the <laughs> picture?
0: <laughs> I mean, whatever gets you inspired.
1: Yeah. <laughs> every time I put on my feather bow, I write a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amy, you got to make yourself a little artist's corner or something.
2: Yeah. Perhaps you something. should really
1: figure out a way to trigger yourself that every time your kids walk into the room and ask you for something (laughs) you get creative
2: I just start creating
1: yeah (laughs) you're like I I... don't have time for that now I've got too many creative juices flowing
2: (laughs) yeah I think right now my problem is the opposite it's like I really I need like what feels like a lot of time Mm -hmm. and space before me that I can Mm -hmm. fill with creative things. Yeah, That doesn't happen a lot. Like Saturday mornings, I often get the itch to do something Mm. because I don't have plans for Saturday. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'll have breakfast and be like, well, I need to do something today. But then half the time I, you know, it turns into chores or somebody needs something. And so I don't. But that's when I often get, like, I want to do something. It just doesn't always happen.
1: Yeah. I imagine that when you have so much going aron- around, <laughs> 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 I, just, I stopped learning how or knowing how to talk. <laughs> uh, good for a podcast. <laughs> oh, was I was going to say, okay. So when you have so much going on around you all the time, you kind of have to like purge all of that chaos out of your system before you can even think about doing something else. I think that's been a bit of my issue lately too with work and stuff because I'm just thinking about stuff even when I come home Mm -hmm. and then eventually I'm like I'm not working right like I should be checking. Yeah I've had that issue before too
0: where (laughs) your mind just doesn't shut off.
1: Yeah Mm -hmm. but that's another thing that you kind of have to like train yourself for if you have the luxury which Amy yeah. probably doesn't, <laughs> but you know, that's part of what meditating is about. is like, you know, refocusing and being in the present mm-hmm. and all that. So yeah. that's probably another great tip. Everybody meditate. I mm-hmm. I do it like maybe twice a month.
0: <laughs> that's one thing I want to try to do a little bit more of in 2020. I have an app now. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I have an app too, but I mainly only use for it for like yeah. 2021. I said the wrong year. Are you going back in 2020 time. 2020
0: is almost over. I
1: know. I'm going to do it all tomorrow.
0: <laughs> you all have created, well, Amy said you have projects that you want to get done in 2021. Yes. What, are you willing to share any of those
2: projects? Sure. Let's see. So I wrote them down. Very good. Um, <laughs> So a lot of them I've noticed I've, I'm have i really inspired and like I pin a lot of things on Pinterest that have to do with like fiber arts, yeah. fiber oh, yeah. and textile stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond my typical crochet, I'm getting right, a little right. tired of, of the yarn and the crochet. So I want to do some other things. Yeah. So one thing I'd like to try is – I saw a a cross-stitch pattern with lots of, it's just like tiny little butterflies. And so you get like the pattern for a whole lot of butterflies, but you know, you can arrange them however you want on whatever you're cross-stitching. So I kind of want to make like a series of three small uh, butterfly pieces to hang over my desk and try some cross-stitch. Are they going so to be the
1: same butterflies in each one?
2: No, they would be. They would be different.
1: See, we already have different ideas. I'm going to do my own version of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the idea is to kind of like I'm kind of picturing because you know, like when people like collect actual butterflies and display oh, them. Oh yes. You know, and they have oh. like a variety of things. Mm-hmm.
0: My idea is kind
2: of to have that idea only little cross stitch.
0: That's fun. That's cool.
2: Yeah. So I want to do that. I want to try mm-hmm. cross-stitch. Um, I've also been interested in sun dye for a long time. Have y'all heard sun of this? Dye. this? No. It's, there are certain types of, like, fabric dye that you can
1: – You put them you know, out like, d- d- in the developer. sun.
2: And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they you put them the out color. in the sun and they change the color, but you can put, like, things on the fabric to create, like, oh. a print – like a negative oh, print sort of thing. That's yeah. cool. Yes. I think that would be fun. So I want to try some of that and maybe like make some napkins mm-hmm. out of the sun dyed fabric. That's what I'm thinking. Because I'd like more cloth napkins. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are very a small. Goal too. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you have a lot of things in your yard. You can – Lots right, of different yeah. shapes of leaves and things.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's one I'd like to try. And then I'd also like to try out quilting.
0: Ooh,
2: I've been interested yeah. in that for a long time, but making like a full quilt sounds like too much, mm-hmm. yeah. especially since I don't really know how to sew at all. Yeah. So I think I want to start with like some quilted hot pads, Oh yeah, you know, like, cause I need some more of those. The ones I have are kind of mm-hmm. old and dingy. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's a I good, no-
2: that would be a fun.
0: That's another fun good project. tip though. When you want to do something like quilting, but it seems intimidating to start mm-hmm. off with something small yeah, and manageable. A, a mini version. version
2: yeah. Yeah. So those are the, some of the things that I'd like to, like to try this year.
0: Those, I believe you can do it. Those sound like that
1: too. very
0: manageable Thanks. things to do.
1: And they all yeah. sound like things that would look really great in your home.
2: Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's, that's part of it. I need, I yeah. need some, yeah. some decor to go up. So
1: you got to yeah. personalize that place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Erin, do you have Um, any creative goals? I, I Honestly, I have too many goals already. I need to really like figure out what my goals for the year are. And one of my goals that I know of for sure is that I want to be better about breaking my big goals down. (laughs) So (laughs) I want to have certain things that could be daily goals, although that is really tough um, for me to actually get. All that done, but still to have that goal to do things on a more daily basis, like small projects. Yeah. Um, but I, I really need to think this through. There's only one more day left in the year. And if I don't start off on the first of the year, I'll never do it. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's not true. I'll still do it. Um, uh, but I want to have daily, weekly and monthly goals and kind of figure out what mm-hmm. projects might be good for different types of goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I have a hard time um, deciding what I want to take priority and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I usually end up kind of following my, my whims anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. So I might just choose like, oh, so here, here's something in the visual arts realm. Here's something in the writing realm, you know, maybe some other kind of random thing that I want to work out, work on in the year. And then kind of just um, see what grabs me first and tackle that and this. I don't know. This, I always get really stressed out when it comes to time to like figure out how I want my year to go. And, uh, you know, it's never going to go that way, but it's still, (laughs) I still always feel like I need to have every plan in place. Mm -hmm. I'm not there. I'm not there right now.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I would say for me, I want to keep Working on this book, I want to maybe make it a goal to have however much, write so much a day or a week or something. Mm -hmm. And then I also, I've been wanting to get a sewing machine for a while and like learn how to sew things, even just like hemming pants and things like that. Yeah, I think that would, that's kind of a goal of mine, get a sewing machine, learn how to use it.
1: I would love for you to become a tailor because then I would have you adjust <laughs> It'd be my
0: clothes. It kind of fun to be a tailor <laughs> now that you're saying that. <laughs> um, but I already have, I have some clothes in my closet that I went through my closet this week cleaning things out and I was like, this will work if I just knew how to hem or knew how to put this in a little bit because yeah. I really like this piece of clothing, but so. Yeah. um I usually have some sort of knitting project going on. Mm-hmm.
1: You've got you you're still working on a tank top, right? <laughs> I know.
0: I'm almost done with it. I really oh. am very close to I it. I
1: mean you really only need to be done with it by the time the weather warms up. You've I got know. quite a few months. So Yeah,
0: well. Hopefully I will have it done before then because it, it really is just like maybe four more rows that I have to
1: do. <laughs> 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 Not that far. So
0: those are my goals.
1: That's nice. We'll just have to keep sharing and checking in on our next Mm -hmm. podcast, what we're doing. Mm -hmm. That's probably another good tip. One goal that I have is actually to uh, be better about putting my stuff up on the Instagram.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's something I can start on right away.
0: A long-term goal of mine is to have my stuff up in some sort of art gallery and or like a coffee shop one day. Mm-hmm. That's a good goal. But I don't know if I'm, I have to actually make art in yeah. kind of a concise, con- cohesive way. Yeah, have like a collection. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't sound too terrible, but
1: I well, just have Well, you got to make more than what is going to be displayed so that you can narrow it down to the best. yeah. So that is a but still,
0: that's a, a long term goal. It's
1: a good goal. Yeah. Yeah. There are lots of coffee shops.
0: There are a we'll lot of coffee punch. shops and like
1: shouldn't be that Donut hard.
0: shops.
1: Yeah, and I've seen some like not so impressive art. <laughs> I have no too. To those artists, but <laughs> that are <laughs> like you feel like there
0: is a lot of money. They're like a little yeah. overpriced. You're like, "Mm." Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, how is that worth that much? How much time? Maybe did you that should be this? a goal of mine: is
0: to help. Like, I need to work on my self worth. How much yeah. is my art worth, really? Because I always have, go. I have a, you know, I struggle with that. Being like, it's not worth that much, but then somebody else is charging twice that much over here. Right. So, but I was gonna say, another tip could be. Make sure you have some um what's the word? <laughs> <laughs> the <source. laughs> yeah. The dictionary. What's it, what's it called when you have someone making like making sure you're doing it? Or like accountability. Make sure you have some accountability in your yeah. creative life. Mm-hmm. That's That's what what another we're doing t- here.
1: Yeah. We're trying. You guys need to yell at me more. That's true. Mm. They don't yell. I'm the only one who yells here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But if you all who are listening need some accountability, people reach out to us. Yeah. When it comes to creative work,
2: tell us your goals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get connected. We got a network guys.
0: Yeah. Let us know what you're working on, what you want to work on. If you need any crit critiques, Constructive criticism
1: on projects. Yeah, brainstorming. I feel like I'm really good at that. Yeah, I would love to critique your work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody. We'll we'll get better with our Instagram, and you should too. (laughs) Did we say our
0: Instagram name on this one?
1: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You have to guess. (laughs) It's. Coos Collective. Is that right? Coos Collective, yes. Coos Collective. K-U-S-S. Collective. Very nice. Well, I guess that's everything that we need to talk about on this podcast. That is the end of our creativity series, and we don't know what we're doing next, (laughs) but hopefully we'll get it out in like a month. Um, We don't have the holidays to use as an excuse, so I think we can do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah, stay tuned. It's gonna be a surprise. Ooh. Woo! Happy New Year. Oh yeah, happy
2: new year, everybody. Happy New Year.